Hey there, hi there, hi there. Welcome to CND After Dark. It's not officially dark yet. It's still kind of like light blue. It's darkish. It's like if it was like if there was gonna be a tornado outside. Tornado. The sun has set, everybody. Um, I'm really feeling like Courtney Kardashian or Courtney. Oh my God, Chloe Kardashian. <laughs> oh my God, what am I talking about? <laughs> okay, what? <laughs> Tell me how I said Courtney. I was trying to say Chloe, and I had it in my head, but my mouth said Courtney, and then I became Jennifer Coolidge. Okay. Welcome back to another week. Anywho, this week is a redo. As we said in last week's podcast, if you listened to that, um, you know, we recorded our writer's room episode technical difficulties what else is new if it happens again i'm really gonna go off um but no we're just gonna revisit it this week but before we get into that we have to talk about our seamless seconds and our quarantine updates so my um seamless second is outdated sorry debbie you'll get it another day maybe you could get remarried one day who knows um but i wish you to the best (laughs) And that's on divorce. It's on divorce, love. Don't worry. If you want a divorce, it's okay. Um, I'm going to talk about a show that Taylor and I have talked about before. I don't know if on the podcast. I mean, we kind of did last week a little bit, I think. Um, Lost. Now, I know nobody knows what Lost is. It's brand new. It's brand new. Um, You know. Fresh out of freeform. Winter- fresh out of free form um no it's 16 years old (laughs) but um I started watching it maybe like around a year ago because it's on Hulu and when you find something on Hulu that is critically acclaimed I always gotta check it out um everybody says the pilot episode is God's work um I don't remember it to be honest um I got through 12 episodes apparently because when I went back last week that's what I was at. Um, I guess it wasn't for me the first season, but I got into it. And let me tell you, it's mysterious. It leaves you on cliffhangers. You'll want to figure it out. I hate most of the characters, but that's okay. The flashbacks get annoying, but apparently they're, they're supposed to mean something, according to Reddit users. Um, I've spoiled myself on people's deaths just because I'm wondering what their flashbacks mean. So, I mean, it's a little annoying, but, you know, it's, it's, it's what happens when you're watching a show 16 years later. I have this distinct memory of being in the car and listening to Ryan Seacrest announce the, like, the finale of Lost. And I remember who, like, won or whatever, um, who made it out. I won't say, but I do remember. And, I wow. Yeah, I know... I know the ending is, like, controversial because I follow somebody on Twitter. They do, like, film reviews and film news. And they always talk about how Lost is, like, one of the greatest shows of all time. It has one of the worst endings of all time, which I guess is kind of like Game of Thrones in that way. Um, People were, like, disappointed by Lost. I don't 
know how you can get disappointed by it, but I'm also only in the second season. So who knows? There's a lot of time to be disappointed. You know, when you're done, I really think you should watch The Vampire Diaries because of Ian Summerholder. I want to watch it for the experience because everybody talks about it and I don't know what they're talking about. I was like, might as well try to get into it. <laughs> if you watch it, can you like, t- can we watch it together? <laughs> because like, that show we, is I everything. Might, I'll probably hate it. I will hate it. I'll guarantee you that. But I've hated so many other shows. You'll hate it, but you'll love it at the same time. Let me just say it right now. Let me just put the prediction out there. She's going to hate Elena. We all hate Elena. Um, I had a feeling. She's always crying about something. Like, just no. Um, some of my character thoughts at the moment for Lost. So we have um, Jack. Uh, Jack Shepard, a spinal surgeon, I should say. Related to Derek. Of, yeah. Um, he's the blandest uh, character on the show. He's our main character. He's he's bland. He's the Sean Mendez. I just have to say it. Uh, we have Kate. You know, Kate, she's mysterious. She's done bad things in the past. Camila. Mm. I kind of like Kate, though. I kind of like her. So maybe not Camila. We all love to um, work from home, so. Yeah, and then we have this, like, white boy. I can't remember his name. He's from Tennessee. I can't remember who he is. He's, he's just, like, arrogant and stuff like that. Um, we have our Australian queen. Um, what's her name? Claire. The most Australian name of all time. I remember and her. Me, I thought her accent was fake. I thought she wasn't from Australia. She is from Australia. It's so, like, it sounds so fake. It's It does. It's and so then, good that it doesn't seem real. Yeah. I could get through so many other characters because there's so many more. But I also have to say, do you remember the little kid, Walt? You know, his dad was like, I don't remember. If, I don't know. He was, he the was a father, little kid. the father-son duo? Yeah. Yes. So, Walt, he grew up, the actor, he grew up to um, be in that band duo thing. Um, M- MKTO. That's him? Yeah. Classic? That's him. Ooh, girl, you're yeah, shining? Him. Like a Fifth Avenue yep. diamond? I love that song. They have one good song, but um, that's him. I am buzzing. All of the YouTubers who made music videos back in whatever year, 2013, mm-hmm. are shook to the core. Yep. Oh my um, god. That's all I have to say. If you've never gotten into Lost, I'm probably the last person to. But, you know, give it a shot. Cause I, I will believe say, it's on Amazon Prime. I'm not sure about that, but I'll take your word for it. I don't use Amazon Prime a lot, but I will say, if you get through, like, the first ten episodes, I think you're set. Like, some people say if you can't get into it by four episodes, you're not going to ever get into it. Well, I beat the odds. Because it took me a while. But let me tell you, there are some mysteries that need to be solved on that island, and I'm here for it. So what's your seamless second? Oh, oh my god. My seamless second. Okay, so I said last week that I would talk about it. So here we are listening to me talk about this outdated news once again. Um, let me back up. I almost said something that was just not uncouth, uncalled for. So, Watermelon Sugar. The video came out two weeks ago. 
And, you know, I said then, I wish I knew exactly what I said when we first did this because I don't remember. But I said, wow, what a video. Everyone was smoking hot. Everyone looked gorgeous. The outfits, the aesthetic, loved it. Um, Very sensual, very sexual, but, like, in a good way, you know? Kind of a little (laughs) ambiguous. Like, you knew, but if you didn't know, now you do. But I must say, diversity. Okay, Number one, racial diversity, yes, we were here, wonderful. Body type diversity, a little little bit questionable, love, a little bit questionable. You know, I know the video was directed by men, and um, that's cool and all, and I'm pretty sure that Harold didn't have much to say about who was casted in the video. However, there was only one girl, I feel like, who was not, like, stereotypical, like, you know. Like Kendall Jenner. And I'm not hating on anyone's body type. All bodies are beautiful. But there was only one girl who was, like, a little thick with it. And, like, she was cute, too. Like, she was great. As Everyone was great. But I felt like whenever they did close-up shots of our, you know, leading ladies, it was all just kind of, like the the more petite women and I was not like that but there were guys in the videos too which was love that you know sexuality pride month um I liked the video I've only watched it one time I feel like a lot of people had it on repeat I watched it once um the merch however mm, he needs to hire a new merch team oh my god the merch is so just like bland bland there was one shirt with a picture of him that I feel like you could have you know you could have bought some iron on transfer paper and did that yourself and then there was probably what they did (laughs) there was one hat that said um I want your belly and I said baby I cannot wear that in public now if we had a hat that said I just want to taste it maybe or maybe just say watermelon sugar or like literally anything else you know just anything else i want your belly like that just i don't know why that gives me like okay so imagine you're in gatlinburg right and you're walking down the little town and you see one of those like redneck you know airbrush uh stores that has like the confederate flags everywhere i feel like that's where i would find it but like belly as in like beer belly Agree. Agree. And I just, you know, ugh. Like, it makes me mad because the aesthetics of the video were so, so poppin'. His little crop top moment, oh my god. I said, engrave it into my brain. But, like, ugh. Like, if you want good merch, just go to Etsy. I'm serious. Like, just skip. I know, we, like, people want to support him or whatever. He has got it's money in the exp- bank. Go to Etsy. I know. Like, it, it's too expensive anyways. It's overpriced. For what it is. If it was mm-hmm. something that was truly, you know, jaw-dropping, maybe I could justify putting the money in for it. But I will say, I didn't mention this in last week's quarantine purchases. Um, I did order a Treat People With Kindness hoodie from my girl, I don't know her at all, Vanessa's Little Things on Etsy. And that mug is coming in this week. And my headboard came in this week. 
I'm just It's thriving. a beautiful headboard. Thank you so much. Courtesy of Wayfair. Thank you, girl. Thank you, girly. Looks like you got some pipes behind you. It looks like I got pipes and bars. And that's on being able to sing. <laughs> um, anywho, what's our quarantine updates for this week? Uh, quarantine updates. So it hasn't been a full week since we've done an episode. So not much has happened. Oh, that is true. <laughs> it's been like four days. Um, it's Thursday. <laughs> headboard is here, as I said. Uh, I've been working on my mood boards again. I'm so surprised we did not mention that in the podcast. That Katie and I make mood boards. They're very different from each other. Um, that's our uh, that's our hobbies. That's uh, what we do. <laughs> make fun of us. Whatever. They're really beautiful, though. So I don't know mm. how I can prove that. With like, I'm not going to post them. I'm so sorry. But... They're great. I've been working on my HS1 mood boards. We're still not done. I haven't found the right images that I want. Um, What else happened this week? I've been watching a lot of vlogs, college vlogs specifically, because I think I already missed that regimented schedule that I no longer have. Um, What else? Oh, I had a weird dream. I've been having (laughs) weird dreams lately. (laughs) I don't know if this was last night or this morning. Um, but I had this dream about my eyebrows, more specifically eyebrow. In said dream, I was like, I don't know why I was so close to the mirror, like the narcissistic being that I am. Um, but I was like, oh my God, my eyebrows look horrible. It was just like full on unibrow. And I said, you know, they've seen better days. Like, I know that. And then I got up this morning and looked in the mirror to make sure that that wasn't actually the case. While some people can pull it off, like that girl in the Billy ad, you know, the who that is girl, that girl is a tomboy. Mm-hmm. While she can do her thing, I don't think that it's like the Luke for me. The Luke. Um, my quarantine updates, I don't have that many, I'll be honest. Um, my AC broke, but I got it fixed. Um, it got a little toasty, but that's okay. A little humid. Uh-huh. Um, my sister got Nintendo Switch. I think I told you about this one day, but she got Animal Crossing. And I've been, like, watching her play a little bit. I'm like, what's up with this Animal Crossing? I'll be honest, it looks a little boring. Looks a little boring, but I love the noises it makes. It's very ASMR. Ooh. The, the little thing walks around, it's like, boop, boop. And the music is very nice, but, you know, I would never play it. It's like $60 to play it, and I wouldn't pay that much. I don't understand the Animal Crossing hype, and I believe I told you that. I said, I think it's just there, there's not really a point to it. Like, you just, like, go and visit people. Yeah, I thought it was, first of all, I was like, what is the animal in the crossing? In Animal Crossing, there was no animals or crossings. I don't know what it means. Um, I thought it was like kind of like The Sims. I thought it's that's what it was supposed to be, and nothing like The Sims. Nothing could ever beat The Sims. Um, so I don't know. Does somebody out there want to tell us what the hype is? Can somebody please tell us? I can see how maybe it would be like relaxing at the end of the day. But I don't know how people, because whenever I hear people talk about it, they're like, I played for four hours. I'm like, how? I'm like, I could see myself getting into bed, 
and playing for maybe like 10 minutes and being like, okay, I'm good. Because it gives me Nintendogs energy. Mm. Oh, that was my favorite back in the day. Like, it was fun to play fetch. It was fun to give your dog a bath. But then, mm. like, what else is there to do? There's nothing to do. You want that feeling of responsibility, but once you've done all the responsibility, what's there left to do? Turn that thing off and let those things get parched and famished. Yeah. All right. Now let's get into the May portion of the podcast. So, a couple weeks ago, we decided to do this writer's room thing. We've always talked about it. And so we did it. Basically what we did, we came up with... Um, a variety of characters, supporting characters, and main characters. And then we had a little generator tell us which one to use. And then we had, like, random, you know, settings, um, weather, time, stuff like that. So basically, our main character is Penny. Um, I don't have her description up. Maybe, Maybe it's somewhere in here. Let's see. Oh, Penny, a 15-year-old sophomore who's found herself pregnant. She doesn't know what she's going to do yet, and nobody knows, but she doesn't want to lose her position as president of her class and student council. She's on track to go to a good school if she doesn't break her dad's trust, because let's be honest, he's paying for that tuition. She made one mistake, but she's not going to let that affect her future. Maybe her loved ones can help make the the decision that's right for her. Um, and then we have Mom as a supporting character. She is a member of the church choir and leads the Sunday Bible studies in the mornings. But on, on the week, <laughs> weekdays, she's asking, more like yelling, for the manager at Cole's and throwing it back at her friend's daughter's birthday party. And that's on Laura Dern. Mm-hmm. And then we have Reese as a supporting character. Um... Oh, that Do was a remember? character that I wrote. Mm-hmm. Um, Reese is a hippie to be go with the flow kind of gal. You know, she's a vegan and she's saving the turtles one metal straw at a time. People watch her through the yoga studio windows and she's no stranger to meditation. On the inside, however, she's incredibly high strung. She always needs to be busy and struggles to form complete sentences before a new idea pops into her head. Mm. And then... Our setting is the suburbs of a city in Vermont. Um, It's very like, uh, you know, the wind is blowing. It's cold, but that's because it's late November. Um, Okay, so we have kind of a rough draft of what we have so far, but we should warn you, this is very, um, you know, this is an after-school special um, this is what they show you in sex education to prevent you from having sex. The pilot episode is called P is for Pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now, uh, the interior, our opening scene is in Reese's house. Um, it's her birthday party. It's her 16th birthday party, I should say. And um, it's a very nice house. You know, I think everybody here is a little well off. Um, and especially with her interest in sustainability, she kind of has to be a little bit, yeah, a little bit financially stable. 
Yeah, and we'll get into a little bit more into Reese's background, like with family and stuff, later in the episode. Um, background, we have Teresa, who is Reese's mom, and Penny's mom, they are arguing about religion. Um, but we don't really hear that. We're more focused on Penny and Reese, and Penny is four months pregnant, but she's not showing. Um, okay. So the first thing we have Penny say is, look, I just don't think prom is for everybody. We should just go back to, to tradition. Um, so basically what they're kind of talking about is um, like usually for some schools, it's juniors and seniors go to prom. Some it's just seniors go to prom, but Penny has pushed for everybody to go to prom. She wants freshmen, sophomore, she wants everybody to go to prom. And it's the um, first time her school is, like, going with it. Everyone's yeah. gung-ho after this queen has just, you know, paved the way. Yep. So she obviously has a reputation. Um, but Reese, Reese is like, what do you mean? We've been planning this since August. Besides, you were the one advocating prom to be open for everybody. I mean, they don't call you Penny the Pusher for nothing. So, you know, maybe Penny... Penny's being a little, maybe Penny, um, people don't like her. Maybe people kind of think she's a little pushy. She's a little out there. We all know that uh, she can, she kind of reminds me of Cassandra. Cassandra, Cassandra from the society. I just want to state that we wrote this before watching the society. That is true. Um, and then Penny says, they don't call me that. Um, but Reese kind of mutters, she's like, Penny the president. Although I don't know how well that works in this situation because Reese is trying to show like I guess insults people kind of like throw out maybe like Penny the push. I don't, I don't know think she's insults. trying to be mean. I think because okay Reese. Oh she's trying to be reassuring. Uh-huh like she's kind of okay. like she's a little ditzy and she's looking into it as like positive, like, you know, look at my best friend. She's class mm. president. She's this. And like pusher is not meant in like a derogatory okay. way. It's just like she's ambitious and she's she's driven, you know? Yeah. But Penny is interpreting it as like negative. Yeah. Um then Penny says, shut up. She says, shut it. Reese says positive Penny. You know, Reese, Reese, you know, she's just out here being like, Penny, I am your best friend. I am here to hold you up, girl. Thank you for being a friend. Travel uh, down the road, road and back again. <laughs> your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. And if I you really threw a party. Invited everyone you knew and told me that you were four months pregnant and I would still be standing by you. Thank you for being a friend. Yeah. Do you want some cheesecake with that? Um, anywho, Penny says, dude, that's enough. But Reese, Reese keeps going on. Penny the perfect. And then Penny, she drops it. She drops it right there. What about Penny the pregnant? And then Reese literally 
drops her glass mason jar full of carbonated lemonade. Now, this, um, you know, this is a kind of an Easter egg. So, a lot of our, um, you know, main, main characters did not make it. Supporting characters didn't make it. Now, one of my other main characters was Eliza. She's 19 years old and on her way to become the world's youngest billionaire. She sells this, you know, juice that makes you younger, but really it's just carbonated lemonade. Um, so, you know, if, uh, Taylor, I know you have an Easter egg for somebody else. Oh, I, I do. I just thought about this just now. Um, wow, fresh content. Who would have thought? Um, so our main character, our baby girl, Penny, one of my supporting characters who I think, and you just tell me what you think about this. So Penny's mom, right? Mm -hmm. she, Penny's mom is married. Uh-huh. Correct? Um, my yeah. supporting character, Jared, has a love of collecting rare pennies. So maybe that's her husband and that's why she has the name Penny. Mm. And you know, uh, Jared, he's he's a little uh, well off because you know Penny says he's paying for that tuition, so all those pennies are going to something. Um, this well, should I read the description? It's important. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, this is Jared, Penny's father and mom's husband. I don't remember if we had a name for mom yet. No, we don't. It's okay. just mom. Okay, just mama. A tale as old as time. He's a twin fighting to establish his own identity. He's pushing 40 and is still stuck working a 9 to 5 at the same bank as his brother, Joel. He's always lived in Joel's shadow. Joel got the job promotions in the big house while Jared continues to collect rare pennies for the coin shop he hopes to open before retirement. Mm. So maybe that's why Penny doesn't want to disappoint her dad because she knows he has big dreams and he knows she knows that if she has this baby then he's gonna have to give everything everything up to help her support this baby he's not gonna because, be able to have this coin shop i know so the dad because the dad isn't um isn't in the picture at the moment i know you had an idea of who the dad was because we were going to use another supporting character or a main oh, character oh yeah um hold on let me scroll he was like through. 26 it, it was a little controversial he's like 10 years older it was duke oh my god okay this is so exciting this is exhilarating um okay so duke he's the eldest of three and the former golden boy he studied hard and got into the university he was named after the only problem, his father gambled away his college savings in a game of high-stakes poker, subdivision to trailer park overnight. He stayed behind to help with bills. It was only meant to be a couple semesters, but now he's 26 and putting the win in Sherwin-Williams. He mixes paint and makes royalty-free music beats to pass the time. All he wants is a do-over and a father who knows when to hold up and when to fall down. So maybe they met at the paint store. Like maybe Penny had a little part-time job. I think this is going to, we're going to um, take inspiration from Lost here. And we're going to make a flashback episode one day. We need to make a flashback because I think the whole mystery. Um, see, here's the thing. We're doing a series, but we need to figure out if she's going to keep the baby or not. Because what happens if she doesn't? Does this series end? Like, what happens there? But I think the mystery should also be, who is the guy? Mm -hmm. Who is this guy? Even though we're seeing it from Penny's point of view, 
we don't know who this guy is Mm-mm. and we need to figure that out and we also need to figure out when like when we figure out is this 26 year old guy how did she get in contact with this guy like who is this guy what kind of guy would do this i'm thinking two different directions we could go in Number one, maybe our girl was just strolling into Sherman Williams. She's picking up paint because her mom is doing a little home reno. Or maybe she had a part-time job because, you know, she's Penny the President, Penny the Pusher. She's saving for college. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's how her and Duke got acquainted. I don't know the background. I don't know the fluff. I don't know the cutaway scenes. But it's controversial. No one would suspect it would be him because he's 26. And flaws, you know? Oh, here's what... Okay, perfect. I think everybody should suspect it's Jeremy. He's one of my supporting characters. He's every he's uh, Penny's age. And, you know, maybe they had a little a little something-something back in the day. So a little midnight rendezvous. Mm-hmm. So, he, so this is his description. Our love interest here. He's really not all there, but he's pretty enough to be considered attractive. He tweets as if the internet is his significant other, constantly saying he wants to lay in your arms, heart emoji. But hey, he's still kind of nice. So I think he should be maybe like class secretary or something like that. Something in the student government. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what? I think we need a change of setting. So I know our next scene takes place in the classroom and it's daytime. Mm -hmm. But just let me put it out here because we're making revisions. We're having fun. What if our scene... So Penny is 15. Her and Reese are like the same age. Reese is newly 16. Like newly, just got a car, just got a license. I think the, the scene where they're discussing your options or whatever... Like, maybe that could happen outside of the party in the car. They're just sitting in the car. Mm. They're chatting it up. They've got Reese's birthday cake. Everyone else is still inside jamming and whatever. And, like, because think about it, the November air. It's dark. It's chilly. And it's like, baby girl, what are you going to do? And also, the classroom scene was, like, a week later, and you think, I think Reese would, like, push more to know by now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, let's change that to, um, you know, into your car. And in between the end of the first scene and this one would be, like, when the... Like, the long euphoria intro is. Like, the... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it is. What would our uh, our opening credits? I feel with? like every background would be whatever like the exterior is of um the setting. That's cool. It's like a really cool shot mm-hmm. of something. Now, are we gonna have credits, or is that something we would put in? You know how some shows like have like a minute long, you know, thing, or is it like Euphoria, where it's just kind of there. Do you mean credits like this actor, this, this, yeah. this? I don't like those. I mm. think it should just be like the show's name in like some cool font that maybe yeah. changes w- color from episode to episode. Yeah, and like a music type mm-hmm. thing. Mm. Like a song by somebody. This should be I'm- Thank You for Being a Friend. Yeah. And maybe that's playing on in the car 
and Reese's Whip. When she starts that mug, you know, sometimes when you start it, like, your music just starts playing. Yeah. A lot of people as Vampire Weekend's A-Punk is what I've heard. Anywho, like, that's her song is Thank You for Being a Friend. And then... I like it. Wow. The way our brains are just mind-melting. I like it. I can't write all of this down, but I feel like, you know... When we're, because we're gonna make a second one of this, we could always listen back to this mm-hmm. and just revise because I feel like this would be a lot to write down, but that's okay. We have it all recorded. Anywho, um, let's see. Uh, what, let's look through our other supporting characters. Where would they fit in? I think I have the perfect fit really quick. Um, okay, so Duke, he's 26, you know, hanging out at home, kind of like. I don't want to say he's a loser, but kind of a loser at this point. Um, kind of similar to me if I don't get my act together and get on Indeed slash LinkedIn. Anywho, Lily May. I think Lily May should be Duke's love interest. Like, okay. even though Duke could potentially be Penny's baby daddy, I think he should, like, I think Lily May either came into the picture shortly after or was always there and he was cheating a little bit. So Lily May's description, buckle in. This isn't autobiograph- autobiographical <laughs> by any means. Uh, the name is sweet and the girl is too on first impression. She's a 21-year-old, so the age works. Totally fixated on the idea of settling down and being taken care of romantically and financially. She's met a handful of decent guys over the years, but she can't seem to make any of them stay on their own. They need her help. She's cool and calculated. She makes it her personal mission to isolate her prey, Ook partner, from any potential threat. Penny. This means no connections deeper than acquaintances and supervised visits with the family. She's manipulative, but who's going to call her out when she says everything with a smile? Hmm. So I feel, okay... I feel like the dynamic with Duke would be, like, one of the best. I feel like this is one of those instances where, you know how, like, sometimes you watch a movie or TV show and you end up, like, liking the supporting characters more than, like, they're more interesting and three-dimensional than the main characters? I feel like she's kind of, like, the antagonist, but also we kind of, like, root for her in a way. So... I feel like at some point, maybe like towards the end of season one, where there's like this big cliffhanger, where Duke kind of finds out like, I'm, I could be the father. And Lily May kind of finds out too. And she, you know, she hates Duke for it, but she also hates um, Penny for it too. And she's kind of going after these like 16 year old, the 16, 15 year old. Um, I feel like she, she adopts Penny's baby. Wow. Or, you know, she tries to take custody. Like, maybe the whole thing is, like, Penny maybe wants to take, I don't know. Blackmail? Maybe. Like, I know Duke's the father, and if you don't step up, I'm going to say something. Duke is going to get arrested. You're going to have to go to trial, and your whole Mm. family is going to be out here on the line. I feel like Lily May is just, like, I don't, I feel like people are going to love to hate her. Like, she's going to be like the favorite you know she's the villain but she's also like so like like her she's just like so many layers to her like we feel bad for her but we also hate her for manipulating everybody 
you know, Lily, she just has to, st- she just has to step up. She just has mm-hmm. to like be on that pedestal. I love that. Hmm. I like how we're doing like kind of a season one overview, but I feel like that's how these things go. Like you mm-hmm. kind of, when you get, when you're trying to write a TV show, you have to think about like, okay, what's the whole season going to look like before you get into season one? I'm like, or it's crazy. One. Cause I feel like I can see where all these characters, like how they could be like mm-hmm. linked into the story. Let's see what our other characters are like. Hmm. I have dad. Now this isn't, you know, Penny's dad in any way because we already have um, Jared. But dad is a hippie at heart. He's very supportive of his kids and their endeavors, but just wishes they recycle more. He even has his own TikTok where he shows vegan recipes while giving supportive advice. That is Reese's father. Mm-hmm. That That's just makes thinking. sense perfectly. Okay. Then we have Mrs. Jones, the English teacher that really doesn't care much about her students, but has to pretend like she does because she knows everyone hates English. She's constantly fed up with how stupid her students are, but still lets them eat lunch in her classroom. Now, she might not be, like, we we don't have to use these characters. I think her, that would be a good scene, though, is, like, in classroom lunch. Mm. But I have a character that connects with Mrs. Jones. Mm. Lincoln. And I feel like Link. I hope everyone is enjoying this. By the way, <laughs> I feel like Lincoln could possibly be the rumor mill at some point. Like maybe Lily May uses him to Lincoln and Lily May. Maybe they're brother and sister. <gasps> L names. Oh my god. Okay, Lincoln's friends call him Honest Abe to poke fun at the fact that he has a little trouble with telling the truth. Every story is always changing, and the details get more and more elaborate over time. He should consider writing fiction, but where's the fun in a career that reminds him of an old English assignment he never turned in? Ooh. So where does his story fit in uh, with? So I think that Mrs. Jones is the English teacher for Reese, Penny, and Lincoln, and, you know, everybody else in the class, the the background characters. Okay, so Lincoln is their age. Mm -hmm. Okay. And Lincoln is potentially Lily May's younger sibling. So he's like 15, 16 years old. Lily May's 21. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as Lily May is connecting the dots with Duke and Penny, maybe she's like, well, my little brother has a big mouth and can't tell the truth. Maybe I can get the rumor mill going. Maybe I can get blackmail. Maybe I can get dirt on Penny through him Mm. because he just has that type of personality. I love that. I just, I love Lily Mae. I just, I already love her so much because I love how she's like 21 but still trying to like, I don't know. She reminds me of somebody who's like still kind of stuck in high school a little bit. You know, she, like she's, I mean, obviously I can see why she's obsessed because she's with a guy who's having a child with a 16 year old. So like, yeah, she's kind of stuck in high school in that way, but she can't avoid the drama. She thrives but, on it. But I think Lincoln as her uh, as her brother is a really good idea. Let's see. I have... Um, okay, so I have Beth. Um, our supportive best friend, who that can always change in some way. Our supportive best friend, who is astronomically smarter out of all the characters. She's the brains of the group, but she thinks college is a scam and doesn't think it's essential. 
and she won't stop talking about it. She gives great advice on love and life, even though she's never experienced any of it before. Maybe Beth. So, I feel like Beth would fit in the same group as Lincoln, Penny, and Reese. Mm -hmm. Maybe Beth is Duke's younger sibling. Mm Hmm. Hmm. Because think about it. He's golden boy, got into this prestigious university, doesn't get to go because of his dad. And maybe she always looked up to Duke, but, like, always felt inadequate. And when he kind of, like, decided to hang back and not really do anything with his she's life, like, maybe college, she's like, college not is a scam. Them. Like, Duke yeah. is happy mixing paints. I could be, too. Or maybe she's, like, a cousin or something. Because I feel like the little sibling thing is kind of, like... Oh, no, I feel like you could only use... Yeah, so maybe she's a cousin of him. Or, like, step-sibling. Next-door neighbor. Yeah. Maybe... Now, this could go too far. Maybe Beth has always had a little crush. <gasps> I was going to say that! Oh, my like, God! Maybe he babysat her, like, when she was a kid. And they've, like, known each other for forever. But he's always looked at her like a little sibling. But she's, like has a crush on him and lily may knows about the crush she treats beth like trash maybe because beth is smarter than everybody else that she like kind of figures out like that penny is pregnant like far more than everybody else is beth our narrator like she's the all-knowing one she's the all-knowing and she's connected to to everybody and she's obsessed with figuring out because that's what she loves the most. She's obsessed with figuring things out with logic. But some things you can't figure out with logic. She is, like, street smart, but not into, like, the book smart side of, like, college. Mm. And if she has that infatuation with Duke, she's automatically connected to Lily Mae. Like, maybe there's jealousy there. And then she's connected to Penny because baby daddy and, like, Reese and Link. Like, it all makes sense. Mm. I like it. I'm I'm a little worried if it gets a little biased because, like, she's obsessed with Duke. So, like, does this, like, change our perspective of Duke in any way? I mean, nobody ever hated an unreliable narrator. That's true. Maybe, like, some episodes we get, like, different narrators. So, like, we kind of see what Duke might be like outside of her perspective. But, like, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know what to think is of Is she, is Beth friends with Penny and Reese, or is she, like, not? Because, or is, is she indifferent? Because Beth could like, be someone who ran for president and didn't get it. Hmm. I feel like she, she's not, like, best friends with them, but, like, you know, they'll say hi to each other in the hallway. They might ask each other for help on homework. Stuff like that. Like, they don't hate each other, but maybe Beth is a little jealous. And maybe that jealousy grows. Maybe when? Beth is our VP. Maybe. What if everybody we've mentioned is like, so Jeremy, he's our secretary. Um, would Reese be on, like, would she be anything? I feel like she's not, like, into that. I feel like Reese is on prom committee, and a lot of people from SGA are in prom committee. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's overlap. Yeah. But I think that Lincoln... Just based on the nickname Honest Abe, should be treasurer. Like maybe he's like okay. messing up the dollars here and there. So this is like a story about like the class present. Like we're surrounded by the SGA 
Hmm. What should the name of the show be, though? Oh, my God. Uh, we, did, we didn't even think about that. Because we were so here for, like, pilot episode. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to look through my character descriptions and see if anything just, like, pops out. I think our main, our other main character should just be, like, an Easter egg. I don't think they should be, like, an actual character. Because I used Eliza, like, Eliza's Carbonated Lemonade. Mm-hmm. Like, but she's not actually, I feel like she would never appear in the series. Like, maybe this is, like, a CW Universe thing where she she has her own TV show. There's a show. spinoff. <laughs> the only other main that I have that we haven't used, because we used Duke and Lily Mae, um, is Delia. But we kind of did use her as an Easter egg. Did we? Yeah, with um the talk with Mom, because... Reese was like, hey, do you remember Delia from church? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, basically, um, Penny kind of wanted to get, like, her mom's insight on, like, teen pregnancy. She was like, what What would my mom think? Even though she kind of already knows. So, there was this character, Delia, um, who went to church with them. But she got knocked up, you know. She had green hair. She had, like, piercings and stuff. And her mom didn't, well... Penny's mom didn't approve. And, you know, Penny tries to act a little dumb. She's like, so what happened with Delia? And her mom's like, well, I hope she had the baby, pulled out all those uh, piercings, and, you know, took out that green hair. So we kind of already know that, you know, Penny's options are pretty, like, scarce. You know, she doesn't have a lot of options here. I have a revision that I would like to make. Okay. So the conversation with mom that's taking place in the kitchen... So, right now, we have it to where, like, Penny just kind of asks out of the blue, like, do you remember, do you remember Delia? What's the deal? What if we just back up for a second? So, our girl Penny is four months pregnant. And during that time, during that gestation period, um, I feel like she's done some Googling. You know, she's done some, like, what do I do? Vermont laws, blah, 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 blah. Maybe she forgot to clear her history. Maybe mm. Mama approaches her, and our girl Penny's like, no, 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 I'm doing this statistics project on teen pregnancy, and, like, I need these, like, numbers and percentages. Maybe this is a track here. Maybe Penny, like, asked her mom, like, hey, maybe I should interview Dilly. Like, that's what I was going to inter- say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a, like, that's a that good one. Like, primary source. Okay, like, yeah, says, I like that. I need a primary source. Do you have... Like, contact info for Delia. And the mom's kind of hesitant because she's like, I don't really want you hanging out with Delia. Um, and then that's a whole other scene right there. Because our girl Delia works at Claire's. And she be stealing the piercing guns. And she has her own little piercing studio. Her little R-rated piercing studio in the back of her Honda Civic. So maybe that's where the interview is. Like, mm. she's piercing someone's cartilage while Penny's asking questions. I like that. This is giving me, like, Euphoria vibes, kind of. And we, I hate it on Euphoria. I just have to say it. But I believe this is, this is, like, an HBO series in the making. And, you know, HBO series, they're known to be good. That's what I'm saying, HBO. HBO slash Showtime. If you mm-hmm. want to pick it up, baby, if you want to pick it up, my HBO slash Showtime execs, mm-hmm. feel free. I won't let Freeform or CW have it. I'm sorry. This is not the show for you. We can't be associated 
with that. Freeform slash CW, you can reach out when Eliza's spinoff comes out. Yes. When Eli- yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> um, let's see. I have one more main character, Benjamin, a 27-year-old man who believes the zombie apocalypse is upon us. Quick on his feet, but burdened by paranoia, it's an understatement to call him a survivor, but he is broke because he spent his trust fund on survival equipment in a luxurious bunker, and the only job he has is at the local PetSmart. Oh my god. Him and Duke are friends. They work in the same strip. Maybe the PetSmart and the Sherwin-Williams are like... Maybe not next to each other, but they're in the same, like, strip mall. I feel like he just doesn't get a lot of screen time. But what if we haven't talked about, like, is Penny going to keep the baby? But I feel like we she kind of wants to have it, but because she doesn't have a lot of options. I feel like, I don't know, if we're going to go with that, what if they use the luxurious bunker as the place where she has the baby? I'm not mad at it. Maybe that's where the baby was made, and that's where the baby is delivered. This is amazing. <laughs> like, what if it just gets too crazy to where she's like, I don't know, like, maybe, maybe the whole thing, like, what you were saying, where Lily May is like, I want the kid. This is my kid. This is going to be my kid. And, like, what if, you know, Penny kind of goes with it because that way i mean her mom and dad have to figure it out because her belly's gonna grow maybe she runs away for a bit and lives in the bunker maybe maybe there's mystery to it pretends like she's kidnapped since beth is our like all-knowing type of character maybe as penny is doing like her little interview with delia maybe beth at some point i would say like mid-season Maybe she does follow-up interviews. Like, she goes to Delia. She goes to Duke. She goes to this person. Like, so this whole time Mm. we're thinking Penny is our main. Penny is our main. But, like, Beth is also kind of our main. I like that. I like that. I think the bunker has a lot of potential. This is so wild. Oh, my God. The only characters I have left, um, supporting-wise are Diane and Patience. So Patience, I could see how potentially how she could come into the picture. So she never imagined her life would work out and she's still not sure if it has. She likes her job as a college advisor and she's good at it too. Students rave about her ability to lend a caring ear and craft a perfect schedule. This isn't enough to stop the nagging feeling that things should be different. So maybe instead of a college advisor, she's a high school advisor. Mm, she's like a guidance counselor, maybe? Yes. Maybe she gives a little advice along the... Like, maybe she's not such a big character. Maybe she plays a role just like the guidance counselor did in 13 Reasons Why. Remember that whole thing? No, Kevin. Mm-hmm. When he cried, I cried. Maybe... That was sad. Like, that was really sad. Everybody hated him. I think... Not, like, too similar, because, like, obviously we don't want to plagiarize or seem too similar in any way. But, like, maybe the parents, like, Penny's parents figure out, kind of, and they go to the guidance counselor and they're like, did our daughter, like, ever tell you anything? Should we change her occupation? Maybe she's a school nurse. (gasps) 
Yeah, because she would probably notice more. Mm-hmm. But, like, nurses are always... Penny would have to go to her because I never saw our nurse outside of the nurse's office. She was always in there. You know how nurses, like, there's that running joke about how nurses, like, they can't really give you anything at school. Yeah. They just give you a peppermint. And peppermints are, like, that's what you get for nausea. Maybe a Sprite. Maybe a little. And I don't, maybe, like, that's the play. Maybe Patience has known all along. Right? She's known Mm -hmm. from the jump. Because maybe our girl Penny, not saying that this is realistic at all, Maybe she gets her pregnancy test through Patience. Maybe Patience is a family friend. Maybe she's, like, one of the moms. But not a mom, you know what I mean? Like, Patience, Mm -hmm. she's not... Her kids don't go to the school. Her kids are young. But she's still in the circle. We have to count how many characters we have because I don't want it to be, like, too much. But also, like, we don't want too little, you know? Mm -hmm. So what was your... You, had, you said you had another character? I have one more character, um, one more supporting. Diane. So, Diane is everyone's favorite weather lady. Her predictions are right about 75% of the time, and she has a killer Instagram feed with special behind-the-scenes clips of the news team. She radiates TJ Maxinista energy and often brings in homemade Rice Krispie treats for her co-workers. She's well-liked by the community, but the people who really know her always get the sense that she's hiding something. She's like one of those faces that you just know. Like, mm-hmm. you know how we know our Channel 5, Channel 4 people? Yeah. We know them. And that's on Leland. Um, <laughs> and that's all my girl. No, I'm, just, I'm not even going to get into, like, the newscast. <laughs> but maybe everyone knows her. Maybe Diane is Duke's mom. Mom. And maybe, because, you know, we have the controversy of Duke being 26 and Penny being 15... Maybe Diane has always kind of known that her son was a little off. Like, a little yeah. off. Maybe he has always had this, like, interest in younger girls. But she always suspected it was Beth. She suspected it was Beth, but it wasn't Beth. She always suspected the wrong girl. Oh, my God. The T. Like, maybe she's a part of this group of moms. And what if, like, one day she just, like, starts crying? Like, what if they have a therapy session? She says, I think my son is, like, a pedophile. What if it's, like, moms against drunk driving or something? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to Google mom groups. Yeah, and, like, and, like, maybe best mom is in the picture. I don't know. Maybe, like, leave best mom out of it. Maybe she, her mom died, like, just typical Disney. She just Dead died. mom. <laughs> she, she just doesn't have a mom. Um, so, like, what if... So, she says, and I think he's... I think there's something going on between him and that Beth girl. And so, Penny's mom asks Penny, do you know Beth? Like, is Beth okay? And stuff like this. You know, Duke's mom is... Well, she wouldn't know Duke. So, she says, this mom at my group just says that this older guy is after Beth. And Penny's mom is like, you better watch out for that boy. He works at the Sherwin-Williams. <laughs> he works at the Sherwin. And we all know what goes down at the Sherwin stays the Sherwin. I feel like maybe it's like mm, like an Addicts Anonymous group. Like, you know the, the support ones where the family goes and it's not like the actual person who's struggling with addiction? Yeah. 
maybe it's like that because maybe, you know, Diane's husband has a gambling problem. Because it's said in Duke's character description, that's why he didn't get to go to college. So maybe Diane goes to this, like, support group where she just, you know, talks about, like, her family, whatever. And then that's how, that's how it's connected. I don't know who, like, how other people from our already existing circle would, like, fit within it. It had to be adults. So, I don't feel, I feel like Penny's mom wouldn't be in there. Because she kind of thinks her family's perfect, mm-hmm. I guess. Maybe the dad? Potentially Jared. Maybe Joel. His brother? Maybe Joel thinks, like, his brother is a problem. But, like, he doesn't know. Like, he assumes. I don't know. Because I don't want to put too much into there. I don't want to put too much emphasis on the adults. Maybe Jared's an alcoholic. Or, no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jared's an alcoholic. And Joel's going because he's a concerned brother. Okay. Because he well, hates like the his family doesn't. Butt. The family doesn't really know. Mm-mm. Okay. Okay. He's that not works. a mean alcoholic. He's a Richard Weber alcoholic. Okay. But still an alcoholic at heart. Yeah, he still has a problem. I'm not trying to diminish that. <laughs> Should we revisit our dialogue from the classroom that we've now nixed and put into the car sure so hmm well see this is already a little off because it starts with reese saying have you gone dress shopping yet so like obviously she just like was told her best friend's pregnant so i don't think she would be asking like about prom dresses Mm -mm. so we'll scratch that out maybe reese is trying to be like funny about it maybe she's trying to be a little lighthearted. been silent for like a couple minutes and you know Reese is kind of looking at her like we can say something so let's say like Penny has been silent eating birthday cake I okay so our credit music or our like intro music whatever is thank you for being a friend and we we said that would be playing in the car maybe they're sitting silent that song is playing Reese is like had enough of the silence. She turns it down and looks at mm-hmm. Penny expectantly, like, yo, girl, what's up? There's a pregnant pause. <laughs> I'm clever. Uh, Reese turns the car down. Um, I'm not gonna write everything because obviously it's recorded, so we can always go back. But maybe Reese looks at the birthday cake that Penny is like ravishingly eating, and uh, Penny's like, or Reese is like, um, like, we have to say, or, like, she's trying to be funny. She's just, like, I thought you didn't like mint chocolate chip ice cream cake. Or something like that. I know we're eating for two, but come on, say something. And so Penny still doesn't say anything. And then do, uh, Reese says, like, uh, you know they make maternity, you can get a maternity prom dress or something. Like, I'm sure you can find a maternity prom dress. Like, we can do this still. Like, she's still trying to make everything normal. And our girl Penny... Then, like, when we get to our dialogue on, like, have you thought about your options, then that could come back in. Yeah. Penny, I probably won't even need to. Then Reese says, you can't let this thing get you down. Uh, Maybe Penny says, like, this thing is a growing watermelon inside of me. 
she grabs the ox. She says, watermelon sugar, bump it <laughs> up. I want your belly, your pregnant belly. Um, but do we have the, the rights for that song, though? I will call up Harry myself and ask. Okay. We have the Reese asked about the guy. I think it's a little too early. Maybe crack a few more jokes and then talk about the guy. Maybe Reese says, hmm, Reese says, uh, well, if it makes you feel any better, I didn't see a glow on you. You know, you're not getting an Edward Cullen glow, so nobody could know about it. I support it. Um, maybe, and then Reese is, again, is like, okay. And then maybe Reese says to herself, like, okay, tough crowd. <laughs> um, I, like, feel then, like our show's gonna end up being, like, a laugh track for a Um, this is no laugh track. Laugh track shows are the worst. We cannot put a laugh track and in And that's there. on Friends. Yeah. Um, okay, and then maybe Penny finishes the ice cream cake. She rolls down the window, throws a plate out, and Reese says, like, come on, man. Like, at our household? Really? You want to- Reese is disgusted. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then Penny, like, kind of slouches back a little bit. And then Penny finally says, okay, I'll break it down. I'll ask the serious questions. So who's the guy? Okay, visually, I just had a vision. Visually, I had a vision. Thank you for going to my TED Talk. When she throws the plate out, our girl Reese, she's like shocked. She's a little disgusted because, you know, she's all about Mama Earth. She gets out of the car, walks over to the driver's side because for some reason, Penny's sitting in the driver's side. That's where she's, she's, she's a control freak. She likes to be in control. Reese picks up the plate and leans against the window like she's like squatting down like okay queen let's get real it takes two to tango who's this guy if one plus one is two and two plus two is four what what the heck is this this? (laughs) um but maybe penny's just kind of like what guy and reese says look i'm no class president I'm no head of prom committee. I'm no 36 on the ACT score by girl. I know it takes two to tango. I support it. That dialogue exactly the way it is. And then Penny in here says you wouldn't know him. Like, how do we want to go about this? The only problem with saying you wouldn't know him is that it kind of makes it seem like, oh, well, it couldn't be Jeremy. It couldn't be because, you know, you wouldn't know him. Maybe Penny's just trying to avoid it somehow. Penny says, um, what does it matter? He's not in the picture. I mean, you could say he's not in the picture. And that could, maybe like her and Jeremy just like broke up or something. So. Potentially. We, okay. So we said we're going serious. But for some reason, my idiot chaos brain just wants to be like, crack another joke. And I think that's like coping mechanisms. (laughs) I'm like, she's like, it takes two to tango. She's like, what if I told you it's the love child of this person? And like, Reese just kind of looks at her like. Or she makes a joke. She's just like, what if I'm the Virgin Mary or something like that? I know that's like called something when it's like. Immaculate conception. Yeah, that. Um, We could say that. And then like you said, Reese says, "Um, come on, I'm the funny one around here. 
Maybe it's Immaculate Conception, you know, like the second coming of Mary. This is where Penny snaps. And she's like, why aren't you taking this seriously? And Reese is like, girl, you just said you were giving birth to Jesus. What do you mean, am I taking this seriously? That is giving me big Debbie Ryan energy. Like, big Debbie Ryan insatiable energy. Maybe Penny says, like, well, you're not the one who's carrying a child. And she says, clearly, you're the one who wasn't paying attention during sex ed. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I like that. Okay. I'm going to skip a lot of this dialogue. Maybe, like, I mean, we talked about where Reese kind of goes off. She's like, you want to look at these streamers? And Penny's like, now nah, you want to look at streamers? But I think this all can replace that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um... Penny says, just because I don't want to talk about it doesn't mean you shouldn't. You're supposed to be my best friend. Reese's best friend prom can be OBGYN. Whatever you need, I'm here. Now, what do you need? But I feel like that's a little cheesy. So let's back it up a little bit. Mm, okay. I was okay with, like, the OBGYN. Yeah, I like that part. Whatever you need. Mm, what? Your OBGYN. I could be the law to your do. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, you know, I don't want to say it, but I am comedy. Like, no, I'm just kidding. I'm absolutely not. No, I like it. I like it. Um, she's like, I could be the free to your form. Or she could say that as well. I could be the free to your form. And then I she could, could be say the bay to your B. Mm. And then what else does she say? I don't know. Maybe that's it because we don't want to go off forever. Um, I think we could admit the now. What do you need part? Because maybe Reese is like, I don't know. That sounds a little cheesy to me. If she says, I could be the do to your love. She's like, just tell me what to do. Like, wordplay. I can be the new to your love. I just need you to tell me what to do. And wow, I like that. Our girl Penny is just kind of like, I don't know what to do. And she's like, well, have you thought about your options? And she's like, what options? And then Reese kind of gives her a look like, come on, girl. This is 2020. But Penny says, have you met my mother? Um, and then Reese says, oh yeah, the woman who's throwing it back at my birthday party right now. That woman? Um, God bless. And then Penny says, you don't live with her. You don't have Corinthians committed to memory. Which, by the way, I didn't know this because we, when we were writing this, you just, I think you just randomly said Corinthians. Corinthians is the one, it's, it's the, the thing that says, don't have sex before marriage, y'all. What? I just said that mm-hmm. off the cup. And we all know, if you go back and listen to our Insatiable Season 1 podcast and mm-hmm. our Jesus quiz, we all know I don't know anything. Yep, I looked it up because I was like, maybe we, I should look up, like, which one actually says that. And it's Corinthians. Good for you, Taylor. Wow, thank you. Um, I don't know. And then Reese says, have you met my mom? Adoption is an option. Do we want to change it? Do we want to make that a little funnier? I like the adoption as an option. Is her adopted sibling? Okay. Let's see, you don't have Corinthians committed to memory. I don't see how Corinthians is going to help you when you're pushing that thing out of your pelvis. Um, mm-hmm. 
And then Penny's just kind of like freaked out and she's like, listen, adoption is an option. Maybe we have the conversation where like Reese is like, girl, I don't even know. Like, do you even want to be a mom? I just thought of it. Are you going to take control or are you going to be controlled? Are you an Owen or a Christina? I like that. I like that. We're going to go with that. Thank you. Um, uh, Penny goes, okay, Juno, save the Sunny D for somebody else. We need to keep that. I don't know where. Yeah. That's along with the adoption conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Reese goes, yeah, I'll just pass the message along to my four siblings from South Korea. I, their friendship. Mm. <laughs> um, let's see. And then Penny says, you know, I didn't mean it like that. I kind of want to change that a little bit to where Penny says kind of a little joke. Maybe Penny says, um, what does Penny say? Hmm. So she's just insulted our girl Reese. Just pass it along to my four siblings from North Korea, and we should probably say South Korea. Sensitive. Oh wait, did I say North? I meant to say yeah. South. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I think like I was just talking and looking. I was looking at pictures of Vermont because I don't know what Vermont looks like. Um. Ah, uh, what would she say? Maybe she should say like, um. I don't know. Yeah, I'll just pass a message along to my four siblings from South Korea. And maybe Penny is like, look, one and two, I get it. But four, like, girl, what are you trying to pull at this point? <laughs> like, what are, you trying, what are you trying to tell us at this point? Just because your mom is the next Angelina Jolie doesn't mean I have to be. Okay, and then the next thing from Reese is like, I don't know. I don't like it. It's just like too, it's, it's too quick and... She says, okay, so you have winter break coming up. Take the time to think it over and come back to school. We'll talk about it. Look, if you want my mom's help, she'll be more than happy to talk to you. I don't like the my mom thing. I don't know. I don't want, like, I don't want Reese's mom to become, like, a confidant. But, like, I don't she's, either. but she's, like, forced to not tell Penny's mom about it. We it's really need to give Penny's mom an after schooly. What yeah. would Penny's mother's... Okay, so Penny's dad's name is Jared. So the so mom... Okay, stay with me. Maybe this is uncalled for and uncouth. But maybe... <laughs> Penny's mom's name is Kay. K-A-Y. Like, every kiss begins okay. with K. And then Jared is Jared's jewelers. Like, do you... <laughs> You've got a friend in the diamond business. Shane Company. <laughs> Maybe it's like, you know that every kiss begins with K? She's worried about telling her mom because every diss begins with K. <laughs> like, her mom is hypercritical. I, mm. I'm never going to be allowed into a professional writing room. They're going to literally ban me. I, like, I just like how we never even, like, establish, like, what's going on. We just have, like, like have ideas being thrown out also i'm just not funny like whenever i'm like so taylor what do you think that's because my mind is blank and i don't know what i'm what to think it's okay none of us are funny no one's ever been funny it's okay um maybe we need we can think a little more like how season one can go 
maybe that will be like the next episode i think this was good in establishing how our characters are connected and who they Mm -hmm. are yeah i think what we need to do instead of trying to finish a pilot episode we need to have a timeline of what everything of how everything is connected how everything goes because i don't want this to be like simple i don't want it to be like freeform i want everything to be connected in some way and i want things to be shocking I want people to be revealed. I want Jaws on the floor. I mean, that's what makes good television. And I think doing that, we need to have our full season played out first and then write the dialogue and the intricate stuff. So maybe that is episode two Mm -hmm. is the season layout, which we kind of started in this one a little bit. Yeah, we started a little bit and then... We can go back and listen and then, you know, rework that, write some of this stuff down, which I'm really excited. We need a mind map. We need, like, how this character is connected to the. Like, you know, in shows, when someone has, like, a reason to, like, have one of those bulletin boards with, like, all the strings connecting everyone? I want to do that, but for this. Yeah. I just don't have a board or strings. I do. I have both. Or ideas. (laughs) <laughs> we have to figure out who's going to be cast as these different people. We know some of them already. Yeah. And maybe we need to choose, like, real actors for these people so we can actually put a face to them. Um, And then maybe we can think about how many seasons. Because some shows, like, I wish I knew, like, I wish I had the mind of a showrunner. Like, I want to know, like, with some of the greatest TV shows of all time, people consider Breaking Bad one of the greatest of all time. Did they know from season one how the series was going to end in season five? Was that a thing? And a if lot so, of times they do. And if so, do we need to know, like, from the beginning what the ending is going to be like? Do we need to know how season one is going to go, how season two is going to go? Maybe it's an anthology. Maybe. It's like the same characters setting situation kind of but we're focused on a new new character but a a new storyline but we have these familiar faces yeah i don't know about new storyline though because we did say end of season one that's when lily may and all them find out about everything i don't know like keeping the same story which is maybe season two is focused on lily may yeah i mean Series do do that, but it's, like, the same story and everything. Mm-hmm. I think even the same story, but, like, focusing on other characters more. Shifting the characters around. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like it. Wow, a new series. Yeah. Pia's for pregnant. Great. Pia's for pregnant. Um, maybe that should just be the name of the show. Pia's for pregnant. We can, and then maybe... I don't know. I would say P is for pilot as the first episode, but I don't like, I don't know. I feel like shows that name their first episodes pilot are just like friends or, you know. Boring, generic, raggedy. Yeah. I like shows that take like one word out of like a dialogue, but like it represents the entire episode. But should we take a quiz right now? We should. We're taking a quiz called Make Some Word Associations and we'll reveal what kind of writer you are. Let's get ready for some word association. 
by Shazia? (laughs) What do you think it is, Taylor? I think they're trying to do like a play on words, which is very fitting for this quiz. Or maybe it's like a shake my, because that's what it looks like. I could be so wrong. Um, I'm just gonna try my best. Shazia Hakimi. Shaz- um... Shazia Hakimi. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, a community contributor. If it wasn't obvious already, thank you. Um, okay, so they're gonna give us a word. And we have to choose the answer that we associate with that word. Without thinking too much, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. So first we have read or read, however you want to read it. Past or present, we don't know. Techniques, mm-hmm. question, analyze, summarize, analyze. And that's what I was thinking, analyze. Invention. Idea, construct, brainstorm, unfiltered. Idea. Brainstorm genre characterization inventive subject wide uh subject i don't know um don't think characterization <laughs> research support statistics argue warrant statistics support draft necessity revise create preliminary revise revise Analyze. Examine, understand, interpret, depth. Examine. Metacognitive. Reflect, learn, discover, resonate. Resonate. Uh, uh, reflect. (laughs) I'm so sorry for the lack of commentary. (laughs) Well, this is going to be a short quiz. What did you get, Taylor? Um, okay, so I am an inspired writer. Okay. I just stuttered hardcore when I said that. That's okay. Much like Harper Lee, she wrote To Kill a Mockingbird, if you didn't know. If you, you didn't take freshman English. <laughs> it's about to call me out. You don't write often. But when inspiration hits, you really go all out and capture the essence of your idea. You don't feel the need to write story after story. You prefer quality over quantity. Wow. Do you think that really describes you? Um, you know, as my answer to the final word association, metacognitive, uh, it really resonates with me. Um, you know, <laughs> whenever I write in my journal, you know, some people, they'd be journaling every day with that dear diary. I write, like, a couple, like, couple times a year, like, really go in. Um, and it's mm. normally in an emotional state, so I can really uh, conjure up the feelings and use my best vocabulary. What did you get? I got prolific. It's a pro- prolific writer. You have a vision and have no problem turning it into reality. To do this, you're very thorough about your writing process. You just keep churning material, and no one can stop you. We're polar opposites. <laughs> I know. Katie's is like, I have an idea. And mine is like, I, I thought mean, one thing one decade. I mean, if I really think, if I really get a good idea, this is how it is. But I just don't get good ideas often. So. Wow. Um, you know, very short quiz. Probably our shortest. Who knows? Potentially. I feel like I need to talk to make up time. Just because we... Uh, well, I mean, has this been a good podcast, even though we haven't even 
Well, we've technically done it. Just It's movie magic. We're revising it. We're harpoon-leeing we, you know, it. We're putting it out we there, are. and we're coming back decades later with a new book. Mm. And that's on whatever that second book was called. I know. I can't remember what it was called. I keep trying to think I of it. I can see the cover of it. Is it yeah. The Watchmen? Or something like that? It, no, that's... Not, isn't The Watchmen a comic book? No. It's, it's some... Let me... Okay. This is this is why we have these kind of things. We're gonna Google it because we live in the what twenty first century. Harper, what did people do without Google? They just lived in ignorance, much like (laughs) several of our fellow Americans today. Wow, Taylor calling him out rightfully. Her real first name was Nell, and her middle name was Harper. Wow. Um, Mm. what was that book called? It was oh. Go set a watchman. I knew it was okay. something watchman. Okay, that's interesting. I mean, I knew about the book. I've never read it. Just didn't know what it was called. She was friends with my um my author of my favorite book in Cold Blood, my boy Truman Capote. I don't want to say my boy because I don't really know if he's ever been problematic, but mm, I do I enjoy would, that book. Mm-mm. I don't know if I would make that statement either. I, I also don't know. I didn't make you know, it. I just said something. You know, in one of my classes this semester, this past semester, I had to read, um, I guess like an essay kind of, a short story. Um, so this guy, he was inspired by Cold Blood and Cold Blood. But he was kind of like, he didn't really like it, I think. It was him mostly like just talking about it and, you know, he just he just hated on it for like 40 pages basically not even 40 pages i'm just making that up he went on this road trip and he kind of just got inspired by in cold blood but he also argued about it so who knows and then we just got on this really big conversation about the book i haven't read it but you know i don't really care to it's a really good book about murder um about murder. There's movies about it too. <laughs> but our queen, Miss Harper Lee, she was in the Southern Gothic literary movement. And that's all I want to be is Southern Gothic. You know, I've got mm-hmm. the Southern geographically, not um, vernacularly. Uh, but the Gothic, we're working on it. We're working on it. <laughs> Anywho, should we do um, our outro? Of course we hope you guys enjoyed this week's wonderful fabulous amazing episode <laughs> give us a rating give us a review tell us what you like and tell us what you don't like follow us on twitter at courage and doll and check out our website couragedollpodcast.wixsite.com slash now playing and if you don't have twitter but you still want to tell us your thoughts send emails couragedollpodcast at gmail.com and subscribe bye, bye.